All right, welcome to day three, day 16 of quarter three uh, of our year-long study of the New Testament, and today we're going over 1 Corinthians chapter 14. And Paul talks a lot about speaking in tongues in chapter 14, and mentions how it doesn't really do anyone any good if people can't understand what is being said. I'll go ahead and read verses 1 through 5. Let love be your highest goal, but you should also desire the special abilities the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophesy, or prophesy, I guess would be the verb way of saying that. For if you have the, the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God, since people won't be able to understand you. You will be speaking by the power of the Spirit, but it will all be mysterious. But one who prophesies, strengthens others, encourages them, and comforts them. person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally, but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church. I wish you could all speak in tongues, but even more, I wish you could all prophesy. For prophecy is greater than speaking in tongues, unless someone interprets what you are saying so that the whole church will be strengthened. And you know, after reading that, I, I can say I really haven't been around that in my life as a Christ follower, where people were speaking in tongues. So it is very foreign to me, um, that concept. I, I certainly never doubt that God can do anything he wants to do through anyone he so chooses. But I just don't have any experience with a person speaking an unknown, lang an unknown language, followed by a second person telling the congregation the meaning of what was being said. The chapter was uh, interesting to me. As we read a little further into it, I'll read verses 29 through 35. They go like this. Let two or three people prophesy, and let the others evaluate what is said. But if someone is prophesying, and another person receives a revelation from the Lord, the one who is speaking must stop. In this way, all who prophesy will have to turn to speak, will have a turn to speak, one after the other, so that everyone will learn and be encouraged. Remember that people who prophesy are in control of their spirit and can take turns. For God is not a God of disorder, but of peace, as in all the meetings of God's holy people. Women should be silent during the church meetings. It is not proper for them to speak. They should be submissive, just as the law says. If they have any questions, they should ask their husbands at home, for it is improper for women to speak in church meetings. That last part is, is funny to me. Because, of course, in no way it really doesn't apply to gatherings of Christians today. I mean, I, I certainly think that was probably appropriate for Paul to say at that time. But there's, there's no possible way that, that Jesus would want Christ followers today to follow those instructions about women needing to remain silent in church meetings. So it does kind of make me wonder about some of the those other practices too. What are really what are people really supposed to do with this idea of speaking in tongues today? 
maybe if we can all agree that that women don't need to remain silent today, then maybe the speaking in tongues doesn't really occur just like that, you know, like it did back then. Maybe it doesn't occur like that today. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't want. I'm not trying to say one or the other. I'm, I'm guessing if I went to a church where that was legitimate, legitimately happening today, like Paul describes in chapter 14, then I'm sure I'd feel different. I do like in verse 19 where Paul says. But in a church meeting, I'd rather speak five understandable words to help others than 10,000 words in an unknown language. And what I really like about that verse is the intention behind that statement. Paul's goal is to help people, to help grow the number of believers and to help them grow in their faith. That's the bottom line you know, to me, at the end of the day uh, of of you know, what Paul was trying to do, what we should be trying to do. And I think the fact remains, God can definitely communicate to us however he chooses. And I guess he could give me thoughts and make me mute where I couldn't speak them and then give someone else the power to speak my thoughts. It That sounds a little crazy. Um, probably, but kind of like speaking in tongues sounds a little bit crazy. But God can certainly communicate to us however he wants. I think for me, most of the time, it's it's the communication is just a quiet voice I hear in my mind when it, when I'm praying or seeking to know what God wants me to do. So I hope that's helpful to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, we thank you for 1 Corinthians chapter 14, and so interesting to read about what Paul was telling the uh, Christ followers in Corinth back in that day, and help us to know what you want us to do with that and how you want us to behave in our day today. And we know you have the ability to Speak to us in all kinds of ways. Help us to listen. Help us to be willing to share um, our thoughts or or your um, your thoughts and intentions that you give to us in whatever form you give those to us today. We thank you that you uh, are here with us. That you live in that your spirit lives inside of us, and that you do guide us and direct direct us today whatever that might look like for each one of us who are Christ followers. Help us to pay attention to that, Lord, so that we are listening to you when you communicate to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.